Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Hey, everybody, welcome to today's episode where we are talking to the mom who feels like all she ever does is clean up all the time, or she needs to clean up, or like her whole entire life revolves around these messes in her house, and she just can't seem to get ahead. Okay, so if you're watching this live, let me know in the comments if this is how you feel, this is how your house runs currently, like it's just this never ending cycle of cleaning up all the time or having messes to clean up all the time or having things to organize or having it all come done, undone and having to do it again. Okay. And I want to tell you the reason that your house is like this. There is a reason that your house is like this and there is a way to get out and it is not a prerequisite or a requirement of mom life to have a house that you have to constantly clean up. Okay. It's not a requirement. I know this because for the last like six or so years, I've lived this life. I have lived this life of only cleaning up. Oops, hit my microphone. Only having to clean up like 30 minutes a day and my house is done, right? It's not that I'm cleaning up 30 minutes a day and I'm ignoring all of these things that I have to do. It's I'm cleaning like 30 minutes a day and it's done. Everything is done. I'm completely caught up. It's amazing. Hey, Emily. So if you're in this cycle, I want to let you know, it's not a requirement. You don't have to do this. There is a way out. I promise. Cause I've done it and I've taught other moms how to do it too. Okay. Now it's not to say that you're never going to have to clean, right? Or that you're never going to fall behind or that things won't pile up sometimes. But for the most part, you can get to a place in your life where your house is easy to maintain. Okay. So the reason that you are stuck in this cycle of never ending cleaning and never ending being caught up, right? Always being behind on your messes and your cleaning and your organizing and all of the things is because you have too much stuff to manage. That's it. And what I mean by too much stuff to manage is too much clutter. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys a story at the end about how to really get honest with yourself about what you actually need and what's in your house and what you can let go of, but you have too much stuff. You have too much stuff. Okay. Our family just recently moved across the country again. Okay. We've done this several times <laughs> and every time we do this, it's a reminder to me of why decluttering is so important because we move our stuff ourselves. And that means that we have to actually literally pack up and touch every single item in our house and bring it with us. And it takes us quite a bit of time, right? And every time I do that, I'm like, no wonder I was struggling before. And no wonder all of these moms here that I serve in the motherhood simplified community are still in this cycle. It's too much stuff, right? Even if you had the most Pinterest perfect organizational solutions, you know, shelves and bins and a house that was big enough, first of all, to even hold the amount of stuff that you have, the maintenance on that alone would keep you busy and working all day, right? Just maintaining those systems, just 
having people using it and putting it back and labeling it and storing it and moving it and shifting it around, like just maintenance alone to keep it okay is going to break you, right? It's going to make it so that you're never caught up if you have too much stuff. We have a threshold. Okay. There's an, another episode on this. We all have a threshold of what we can actually manage. And most of us, especially moms are living way beyond the thresholds of what we can actually manage, right? For me, we have five kids. So my threshold right now is super low. All of my time and energy and focus is on the people, right? I have to manage the people in my house. I don't have time to manage all of the stuff. I don't have time to organize it and, and, and sort it and put it in bins and put it up on my walls and get mad because I spent all this time doing that. And then the people in my house went behind me and undid all of my systems, right? Like I just don't have time for that. I don't have the energy for it. And everyone has their own threshold, you know, of what they can and cannot manage. Figure out what yours is. That's part of the decluttering process is you learn what your threshold actually is. Um, but that's why. Um, can somebody put something in the comments? Because I know there are people here, but I can't see any comments. So I'm not sure if it's one of the days where I just don't get to hear from you <laughs> or what. Um, but let me know if this is making sense, right? Is this making sense? This idea of having too much stuff to manage. You just, we just can't do it. Right. And I want you to ask yourself why, right? If you have all of this stuff in your house and you know that it's stressing you out, you know that it's consuming all of your time and your energy, you know that it's making you naggy and snappy and, and maybe sometimes mean and impatient and intolerant and not having you know, the space for things like toddler fits because you're too focused on the toddler messes, right? Like why, why, why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we making ourselves suffer? Why are we making our, our lives harder? And I know the reason why is just in case, what if, you know, I spent a whole lot of money on it. It was a gift, things like this. But at the end of the day, you have to get a bigger why, right? You have to create a bigger why for yourself. Why am I letting this happen? Why am I choosing? Why am I continuing to choose this? Right. I was listening to a podcast today and what they say basically is that indecision is a decision, right? Indecision is a decision. And usually it's a decision to continue on suffering, right? Or to continue on doing something that we don't necessarily want to do or continue on doing something that we know we should change, but we just, you know, for whatever reason, haven't figured out how, you know, we just haven't done it. Right. But decluttering is just a series of making decisions, right? I've told you guys this before. It's a series of making decisions. Do I keep it? Do I not keep it? Do I donate it? Do I sell it? Do I trash it? Do I recycle it? Right. It's just a whole lot of series of decisions. And not making any decisions on it is a decision in itself. Right. And I want to normally, you know, I'm very kind. I'm very, you know, like supportive. I understand that. I get it. But today's one of the days where I kind of want to push you a little bit and be like, why, why are you not making these decisions? Right. And you have your reasons. You have all of the things, put them in the comments. I can't see them. So I'll come back to them later, but let me know why, why, why are you still in this stage of limbo and indecision and what can you do for yourself to start making those decisions right maybe i tell you guys this a lot too like 
desperation is a really good motivator, right? <laughs> um, when we got rid of all of our stuff and left Alaska to Florida, desperation was my motivation, right? I was desperate. I had a hard line. I had an airplane ticket leaving Alaska and I had to get rid of everything because I had to have the house cleared out and I had to get rid of all and I was desperate, right? Desperation motivated me. But sometimes desperation can come in the form of I'm sick of yelling at my kids. I'm sick of being mad at my spouse for not helping me. I'm sick of constantly feeling crippled by the, by my home, right? Like sometimes desperation is the biggest motivation, right? And sometimes we don't make decisions until it's so painful. We have no other choice than to make a decision, right? Like we're either motivated by pain or pleasure. And sometimes we do just have to get to that point where it's so painful and unbearable that we finally make a decision, right? And that's okay. I tend to be that way. <laughs> right? I won't really do anything until I'm like, okay, this is such a big problem that I have no choice now, right? So I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's, that's who I am, right? My husband, he will make decisions and take action without getting to that point, right? He just does it. Um, I need a little bit more pain. I need to actually be on fire before I try to put myself out. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm getting better at it, but maybe you're like my husband and it's easy for you to make decisions. Maybe you're more like me where you have to have something pretty drastic <laughs> before you, before you take action. Right. Okay. Um, now just kind of one of the reasons, one other practical reason why you're stuck in this situation of never ending cleaning and organizing and it just never ends is that you're not actually cleaning. Okay. You're not actually cleaning and you're not actually organizing your stuff. You're just shifting it around, right? You're just moving it from place to place inside of your home. You're just taking it from the top of the counter and moving it into the bedroom, or you're just taking it from on top of the counter and down into the cabinet, or you're just taking it from this place and putting it into the garage, right? You're not actually making decisions. You're postponing your decisions. You are living in that state of indecision, right? So that's why you're stuck in it, right? You're not actually cleaning. You're not actually organizing. You're just shifting it around, right? And you can't truly clean and you can't truly organize until you've cleared the excess. How do I know this? Okay. For you guys listening on the podcast, you guys know that I record my episodes live in the Facebook group and on Instagram. I can't see any comments, so... It's always weird when I'm just talking to myself, but I know this because I lived that life in Alaska. Okay. I lived that life in Alaska with our first three kids. I lived that life of never being caught up, spending my entire weekends, you know, working Monday through Friday. I was a teacher at the time. And then I opened up my own preschool working Monday through Friday getting to the weekend, spending my entire weekend trying to, but never actually getting caught up on laundry, never getting caught up on my house, never getting caught up on groceries, never getting caught up, caught up on anything, to be honest. And I used to joke that, you know, being at work was the easy part of my life. Going home was the hard part of it, right? It was hard. We had three kids. We never had enough clean clothes. The playroom and every piece, every corner of my house was just a mess all the time. Oops. 
right? Like I could disguise it pretty well by hiding it in closets or in bins or in a garage or whatever, but it was still there, right? And it was still work that I had to do. I couldn't escape it. And that's what happens when you're just shifting stuff inside of your house is that you're going to be shifting it forever, right? Until you get it out, that cycle is never going to end. It's never going to end. You have too much stuff. So that was my life in Alaska. Okay. And you guys know that in like about five weeks from the point of like deciding that we were going to move our family from Alaska to Florida to actually getting rid of everything we had ever owned and living in Florida it was about five weeks. I stayed back and got rid of everything. Okay. All of my stuff. And when I tell that short version of the story of like, we ditched all of our stuff, moved from Alaska to Florida in about four weeks, it sounds like it's really easy, but it was not right. I had to declutter everything in my house and it went in layers. And, um, that's going to be something that I talk about on the next episode, like what it's actually like to declutter your house why it takes so long, why it happens in layers, why you can do one big, huge purge on a weekend and feel great for a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, where did all this stuff come from? I'm going to talk about that on the next episode. Um, but when I got to Florida, my life did a complete 180, right? And there are a lot of things that went into play. Okay. First of all, I was in a brand new place. I went from living in the coldest, darkest place in the US to one of the brightest, sunniest, warmest places ever, 10 minutes from the beach, you know, I could, I could ride my bike to the beach. It was amazing. And when I moved there, I thought that the reason all of a sudden I played with my kids and had time for my husband and was excited to be at home on the weekends was because I was living in Florida, right? That was part of it. I'm a beach girl at heart, so definitely part of it, but, the biggest reason that everything got easy and I loved being home with my family and I had time to play with my kids and I had time to give to my marriage and I had time to give to myself and pursue, you know, all of my passions and interests. My entrepreneurship journey started in Florida um, was because my house was easy to maintain. I did not, I wasn't wasting all of my time and energy doing dishes, catching up on laundry, right? I've told you guys this a little bit before that in Alaska, I had my, my business, my preschool that I brought home. Oops. I brought home like my, my income was about $7,000 a month in Alaska, which in Alaska doesn't get you very far, super high cost of living. Right. But I moved to Florida and I didn't have my business anymore and I had to take a teaching job for $10 an hour and I had to actually get two teaching jobs for $10 an hour. So I was working outside of the home from about 6 or 7 a.m. to about 6 or 7 p.m. for $10 an hour, which is not a lot of money, but my life was so much easier and I was happier and I had more time and I had more energy and I didn't get to, you know, I didn't come home at night dreading it and being like, I hate being here. I have so much to do here. I got to go home and be like, oh my gosh, we can relax and we can recharge and we can spend our weekends together and we can go do whatever we want to do. Right. And it wasn't because of Florida, right? It was because I didn't have any excess in my home. 
Now, I know that our story is extreme, but I think that's my gift to you, right? I'm not going to tell you that you need to declutter your stuff to and only have what fits into one of your suitcases, right? Like we did. I'm not saying that, but you can take my story and my experience and everything that I teach you in here and know that it's true and know that it works, right? You don't need all of that stuff. That stuff is directly making your life harder. It's making you have less time and less energy, right? And you don't have to get down to a suitcase worth of stuff to see the benefits and to feel the relief and to know that it works and to know that it works for you. But you can trust me that that stuff is not essential. That Justin Case is a liar, right? He's a bad, bad dude. <laughs> Justin Case sucks. And those what if scenarios just don't happen, right? We got rid of all of that stuff. And I tell you guys, like, aside from like beds and clothes and dishes, that stuff we just never repurchased, right? In six years, never repurchased most of it. We don't have a cluttered house. Most of the time, my kitchen cabinets have a lot of empty drawers and cabinets, right? And that's just us personally, right? Like our life experience led us to have this amount of stuff. But when I say that it's not essential and just in case is a liar and those what if scenarios don't happen, and if they do, you can laugh about it, right? Like I, we've had some stories of like, oh my gosh, I accidentally got rid of the Frozen DVD. Oops, right? Like nobody died. It wasn't that bad. It's okay. We are tricked into thinking that all of this stuff around us is essential or going to be essential or valuable, right? We're tricked into thinking that it's even valuable when it's not. Nobody wants it. Nobody will buy it. Nobody will even take it for free, right? People won't even, people wouldn't take my stuff for free. Yet to me, I was like, this stuff is so valuable, right? And it wasn't, it wasn't important. It was taking so much from me. And I don't want that from you or for you. <laughs> I also don't want that clutter from you, right? Don't give it to me. Um, but it takes so much from you. And I hope that this inspires you to start making some decisions on the stuff in your home, to start trusting that you always have enough. That's another episode that's going to be coming up soon is trusting that you always have enough, right? The problem isn't that you won't have enough. The problem is that you have too much, <laughs> right? Um, some new episodes coming out. I'm super excited about that, but I hope that this inspires you to take action. I hope that even if you don't believe it for yourself right now, or even if you believe, you know, that it can happen for you right now, I hope that you can hear that it's worked for me and thousands of other moms inside of the motherhood simplified community. And I say this with so much love. You're not so special that it's not going to work for you either. Right. My, my business coach told me this last week. I've told you guys this before too. She's telling me all of these things like do this, do this, do this. I'm not a morning person at all. Um, <laughs> She's tried so, motherhood simplified course. Yeah. Miracle morning is I, not for me. <laughs> no, I've tried it and I, my body is like, Nope, not going to happen. Um, <laughs> So like, I'll get up with him, I'll get him breakfast, he can turn on his shows and everything like that. And then I go and I lay, I get to lay down for another hour, which is awesome until my three-year-old wakes up around 8, 8.30. And usually, especially right now, like my husband's working from home, so he just leaves the, the office door open and he can hear and he can help like if he needs anything. Um, and then I get up with my daughter and 
you know, I go through the house and I do whatever cleaning I need to do, empty dishwasher, change over laundry, fold laundry, put it away. Um, the bare basics that I have to do. And then like the rest of the day, I get a nap with them because I still make them nap at three and five. Um, naps are going to happen as long as I can make them happen. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. And so, yeah, like, I get a nap with them. I get to, you know, hang out with them. I get to take them outside and do, you know, let them run around and be kids, um, which before I couldn't do. I didn't feel like I could even let them out of my sight for two minutes to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, I remember we talked about that on the first episode. You said you felt like decluttering was, this is to show how far you've come. You said that you decluttered kind of like for a safety reason. You felt like they could get into too many things. Yeah. And, and now, I mean, they are a little bit older too, but there's less stuff for them to actually get into. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just piles of junk, you know, stacked up. Yeah. I love that. And you are looking to get a new house. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're, we're looking. Um, <laughs> That's how we are too right now. <laughs> we're like, not yet. Um, we're, we're at kind of like an interesting position in our lives where um, the house that we have works great for us. Hi. <laughs> Somebody skipped out on nap time. I see. He escaped. <laughs> he did. He escaped. I heard him coming. Um, and uh, you got to lay down now. Hi, buddy. Um, <laughs> Now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> we were talking about maybe buying a house. Oh yeah. Okay. So the house that we're in right now works perfectly for us. Um, but we're at a position where if we, we have enough, um, invested in our house that if we were to sell, we would make a substantial amount of money and be able to upgrade, um, to something newer, nicer or larger. Um, and we're actually looking into, uh, possibly buying a couple acres and trying mm -hmm. to, um, possibly, uh, have like a small homestead or a mini farm, like five year plan kind of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's so confused because he can see zooming me, zooming you on here. And then he sees yeah, the Facebook okay. live on there. <laughs> so confused. Um, but yeah, so this is actually decluttering and simplifying my life has made it so that I can potentially take on that responsibility. Yeah. Not be overwhelmed by the idea. Yeah. That was the reason that I was asking is like when you're thinking about, because I see a lot in the group is like people are saying, I buy a bigger house because we don't have enough space and a lot of times they they declutter and they find out that they do have enough space um so i was just kind of curious like how have, have you changed your mind on anything like your dream home list because one of the things that i talk about with us is that like we want to we want a bigger size house not because we want to hold more stuff but because we have a lot of kids and we want to be able to have all the cousins come over and we want room to grow into it because eventually like five kids, they just get bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have three and we're at the point where like my oldest is 16. And so he doesn't want to be stuck with his little brother and yeah. my, you know, my three and five year old are different genders. So eventually they're going to have to be in different rooms. So yeah. we're looking a minimum of a four bedroom house, but, you know, yeah, 
sometimes that's not easy to find. So no. yeah, it can be easy to find like the perfect balance of everything that you need. Yeah. You want. Um, so yeah. Well, we got a, we got a pretty big wish list, yeah. And so, and then also just making sure that we stay in the budget that we want and things like that too, which by decluttering, we've been able to save more money because we're not spending money as much. And, and so, um, that's kind of been able to make a, make it so that we can save up more money for a down payment and afford more. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like we're at the point where we, as soon as we sell this house, we'll be able to pay off all of our debt, like credit card, student loan, and only have a mortgage. So yeah. that's like, yes, big, big deal. <laughs> yes. We should do a whole episode on like decluttering and, and how it actually saves you money. Cause people, I think a lot of times too think that I'm crazy when I say that, but I'm like, it does. I promise you it will change. It, it has definitely changed like, just the way you think about money. And like, I've been, I'm actually in the, the middle of starting to look at capsule wardrobes and things like that and really go into uh, Karina's group. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, hold on a minute, baby. Um, and so I've been looking at potentially buying, you know, different pieces that I don't have but I'm being extremely picky about where I'm, you know, what I'm getting and how it's going to fit. And I'm not going to just settle for something. Yeah. And so I feel like by simplifying it, it makes you more picky, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and don't settle for stuff. Yeah. I think it's totally okay to, to be picky, right. To be mindful. Cause that's when you're not, that's how we end up with like buying things that just end up in donation piles. <laughs> yep. Okay. Just settling on things. <laughs> super restless. And this was super, I hope that anybody who listens in on this, come like join the group and find Lindsay. She's, she's super active. She runs our creeps group. She's super helpful. Um, and I hope that you all enjoyed getting to hear from Lindsay again. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I'll see you later. Thank Bye. you guys. Hey friend. Did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it, <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, 
I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.